Welcome to another special report from Catholic Family News. Today, we're going to be joined by a guest who's going to make his second appearance in Catholic Family News, Mr. Joseph Riggi. Uh, he is the founder and the president of the uh, Our War Path, which is a, a nonprofit Catholic apostolate, which uh, we talked about on his last visit. Uh, he is currently a student at Boise State in Idaho, where he's studying communications. And he's going to talk to us about a really exciting project that our Warpath has undertaken for this year. So welcome back to uh, Catholic Family News. It's good to have you here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on, Doctor. So we're here to talk about uh, the March for Catholics that uh, your, your organization has uh, been planning now for the Feast of St. Michael on mm -hmm. the, uh, the 29th. So tell us a little bit about, so what is this? I mean, isn't there already a March for Life? What, 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 what is, what's this about? Why, why, why another March? Yeah, so we, I've been thinking for over a year now, there's nothing specifically Catholic. We have many organizations, we have many marches. We got the March for Catholics uh, and there are a few other marches as well, but there's nothing specifically Catholic. And all these marches are doing a lot of great work, but at the end of the day, what are they doing to push the Catholic agenda? which is basically restoring all things in Christ. So what are they doing to do that? And I've noticed, and I think everyone's noticed, that none of them are doing that. They're doing a lot of good, but at the end of the day, at their foundation, they aren't Catholic. So we came up with, hmm, I know, let's do the March for Catholics. We find it to be absolutely necessary that we do this because what did we see a couple of years ago? And what we've been seeing in the Catholic Church has been absolutely crazy. It seems like the church is almost crumbling in a sense. And what we're seeing in our society is crazy as well. But the March for Catholics, its purpose is to unite Catholics, to unite them in order to march, and in, most importantly, to profess their faith publicly so that one day we can actually have a greater impact. Two years ago, COVID came, and what happened? The government said churches shut down. And what do they do? Everyone just caved in and shut down their churches. There's very few Catholics that took a stand. There was very few Catholic clergy that took a stand. And a lot of them shut down because they were afraid of um, the public image. They wanted to go PC, be politically correct. They wanted to go woke. Or at most, usually this is what happens, um, they're afraid of losing their funding. And so what the March for Catholics is going to do is it's essentially a movement because too long have Catholics remained silent. Too long have they allowed themselves to be pushed around. Uh, and often Catholics are asking, how can we fight back? How can we um, hold our Catholic clergy accountable? So it's a movement that's going to start, you know, it may start small, but as it grows, it will be help, It will be able to have a great impact. Like the March for Life started small, but what have they been able to do? They've been able to have an impact on legislature. And now what, what have we seen in the last few weeks, in the last month? Roe was overturned. So they've been able to have a huge impact. So our hope for this is we need an organization that is specifically Catholic and that will specifically act every year by marching, by bringing a larger crowd every year of Catholics professing their faith so that Catholic bishops and Catholic priests can see, okay, there are a lot of Catholics that don't want what we are doing. And so we can push back and we can say, we don't want this. We want this keep the doors open when COVID happens. And I'm sure COVID is going to happen again. But if something like that does happen, 
we can have an impact on what goes on. And again, we're not bossing people around. We're not saying, listen, you need to do this. You need this. No, no. We're seeing what needs to be done in light of the Catholic faith. And that's what we want to be done. It's not our will. It's not, oh, we want this to be done. No, no. It's what the Catholic church has always taught. The mass and the sacraments are essential. Homosexuality is evil. These are just very obvious things. Yet we have Catholic churches flying the pride flag. We have Catholic priests bringing up gay couples to give homilies. This is absolutely wrong. And people need to hold these uh, Catholic clergy accountable. The Catholic hierarchy needs to be held accountable. So that's our hope with the March for Catholics, to bring people together in order to have an impact on the Catholic Church. And essentially, if we're able to, in a sense, rear the Catholic Church back to what it should be, then society will do the same thing. You know, your analogy to the March for Life is really good, I think, because 50 years ago, you know, the first March for Life, there were not that many people there. And I bet if you asked any of them, would you ever see Roe v. Wade erased, probably would have said no. But that faithfulness mm -hmm. after all those years, letting it grow, you know, that it had to start somewhere. And uh, you have to believe that Christ the King will reign. Hopefully it won't take 50 years, but uh, yeah. will reign in his church again. <laughs> exactly. But so why don't you tell people a little bit about um, what they might expect here. So, you know, what what, what would be going on these two days? Uh, and, you know, what, what would they find when they, if they go there? So the March for Catholics is going to be in Peoria, Illinois, September 29th and 30th. Uh, which is a Thursday and Friday. We want to do it on those days specifically because the 29th is the Feast of St. Michael, who's not only the patron of our war path, um, but we need a saint to look up to in these times who's an absolute warrior. And so that's why we use, that's why St. Michael's our patron and we're using that day. Uh, so Thursday of the March for Catholics, there'll be a few things. Obviously, we'll have a bunch of vendors, so Catholic businesses will be coming, which will be great because Catholics can come to the event, they can look around at all these Catholic vendors, all these Catholic businesses, and they can support them and help spread the faith. Uh, but the main goal of that isn't just to support Catholic businesses, but to try to give, and, and again, it'll grow eventually over the years, but to try to give Catholics alternatives. For instance, there's a Catholic brewing company, so Catholics can realize, okay, well, it might be more expensive than the average uh, beer that you can get at the store, but my money is going to go to a Catholic cause. My money is going to go to people that are actually Catholic and living their faith. So it's going to give people the ability to have a different option. You know, you can, hey, there's a Catholic company. You don't need to be going to Starbucks every day for your coffee. Buy some coffee beans from someone who's putting their money back into good causes. So you'll be able to do well, that. Well, that's actually, I was thinking if you're having the beer company, you should have Abby roast there because you should have some coffee after your beer would probably be, exactly. you know, be a good thing. I agree. <laughs> I agree a hundred percent. And yeah, so yeah. we're reaching out to them and honestly, so many Catholic businesses to um, yes. encourage them to come because this is what Catholics need. And it's, mm. you know, really it comes down to, do you really want to make a change? Not only in your life, but do you want to make a change within the Catholic church and help with this movement, help push it. And so, you know, bring your Catholic business, sign up for it. It's very affordable. I mean, the event itself is free. Come to the event. It's absolutely free to be a vendor. It's very cheap, very affordable for every business, no matter how small Thursday as well, though, uh, for during the event, there'll be open hours for the cathedral as well. So you'll be able to go into the cathedral, uh, look around. There, there is a relic collection. I'm not sure if it will be 
out in the open or not, but there's a route collection. Uh, as well, Fulton Sheen is buried there, and his body is in the cathedral. So you can go to the side altar. You can pray there if you'd like. So it's a very nice cathedral. Mm -hmm. And you're also able to go to the Fulton Sheen Museum, which is a it's a pretty large museum, actually. And it, they've basically collected all of Fulton Sheen's, uh, you know, his vestments, uh, his journals, really anything. And it's all in there. And you can look at it. You can look at the history at it. You can look at what he did mm -hmm. for the Catholic Church, um, his struggles as well. So it's very interesting. So it'll give people really something to do. And we're also going to um, try to be bringing in a Catholic speaker as well for Thursday so that people can go to a conference and they can listen to someone speak on the March for Catholics or speak on a topic that is relative to the March for Catholics and standing up in our times. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned uh, our, uh, Fulton Sheen because a lot of people may not realize this is you know his home hometown, and they had to mm -hmm. fight the Diocese of New York for a long yeah. time to bring bring him home. Um, and uh, he is there now there, and there's really it is a wonderful museum if you can get in to see that. Uh, he was really kind of the last gasp of the church before Vatican II, the last sort of you know who who understood how to bring the traditional faith in modern means, right? Vatican II mm -hmm. talked about that. They wanted to change the message. He realized, no, it's the same message, but we can just use, like like uh, uh, Maximilian Kolbe did, use the modern means to get that message out. So exactly. he's really a good inspiration for that. So great. So then you'd have that. And I do want to mention, uh, while we're talking about that, if you do have a Catholic business listening to us, uh, you can get a booth. Uh, on Go onto the website. And if you click there, you'll be able to figure out how to uh, register for your booth, register now. Uh, it'll be a great place, again, to build that alternate economy, right? It, it's interesting. A lot of conservatives are talking about, you know, why deal with these woke corporations, but we have a better incentive for that. I mean, the Catholic Church has always said more local, the more you know people, the better. So, you know, here's a great way to meet and, and as, as, as Joe said, have some other options. Rather than going to Starbucks, why not drink your coffee and support a, you know, some monks who are praying for you at the same time. Uh, exactly. just, just take an example. So then you have, that'll be Thursday. Then what'll be on the agenda for Friday? So Friday, we will have a morning mass for people that want to attend. Then we will, the expo will open again for people that want to go to the expo. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people will be traveling up the day of, so maybe mm -hmm. locals, a lot of locals, and then people from mm -hmm. around in other states that are pretty close. So, um, so we'll have that day, the expo open again for most of the day. We'll begin with a prayer before the rosary march and uh, we'll march to a nearby park where there's a stage and we will have stop there, which will be the halfway point basically. And we'll be starting at the cathedral. Um, we're working out the details with the diocese right now. So we'll see how that goes, uh, but we'll march down to that park uh, and we'll have speakers, which we have Father Altman, and we also have Bishop Vigano, who will be um, tuning in with the streaming speech. Uh, but so we have those speakers, and we specifically chose those speakers. I was kind of looking for Catholics who are actually standing up in these times. You know, I wasn't just looking for someone that would maybe draw a crowd. Um, of course, that always helps when you're starting something. But at the same time, our warpath is about fighting. The March for Catholics mm -hmm. is about standing up um, for Catholics, standing up and defending the faith. So we wanted 
we wanted men, we wanted speakers who are actually doing that currently. And what we saw last year is Father Altman speak up and he didn't care that his bishops were getting angry with him. He didn't mm. care that they were going to kick him out. He knew what he had to do and he did it. And the same with Bishop Vigno, who's been a loud voice for tradition and a loud voice in condemning um, really the satanic culture that's going on in America and throughout the world and even within the Catholic Church. So we chose those speakers specifically. And uh, we're working on some more speakers as well, which we will announce. But uh, yeah, we need people to stand up. And then right after the speakers, we will march back to the starting point and we will end with um, a blessing. And then, and then people are able to go straight from there back to the expo where we'll have, you know, just like some free little, little foods like cheese, crackers, meats, and uh, mm -hmm. drinks as well. So people can enjoy that uh, free of charge, uh, but it'll be around the expo. So bring people back to the vendors and look at them again and um, really encourage supporting those Catholic businesses. Because again, like you mentioned, that's really the future. Like we shouldn't be giving our mm -hmm. money to these other organizations if we can help it. And people always make their justifications, but it's like, listen, the Catholic coffee might be a few dollars more, but when you go out and get a coffee, it's $4 a cup. So I'm <laughs> you can make that justification. Uh, but there's a lot of people and someone mentioned it a couple of weeks ago to me. Why, why are you, why'd you cancel your Netflix subscription? It's not going to make a difference. You're just one person. And I told him, listen, if every person who said that you're just one person, it's not going to make a difference, actually went through with it, we would be able to make a difference. There are thousands, there are probably millions of Catholics who are saying, well, I would stand up and fight and protest if I could, but I'm the only one that's not going to make a difference. But if we can unite all those Catholics, we will for sure have an impact on the Catholic Church and society as well. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, COVID showed us that. It, it, they, that's what oh, yeah. they counted on is everybody saying, well, I won't make a difference. So I'll just hide in my house and, you know, put my, you know, mask over my face because that. But if if even, you know, and, and a lot of people, even if 20, 30 percent of the people, you don't even need a majority. But if you have a lot of them, you know, if 30 percent of the people just went into the Catholic Church and did what they did in Saint-Nicolas de Chardonnay in Paris and just said, sorry, you know, or the um, Catholics in the West Country. I love the stories. Yeah. The West Country, when the Protestants took over and changed the mass and made it Protestant, they uh, after this first service, a whole bunch of the men of the parish went back into the sacristy and said, we will have no more of this Christmas game. Next week, you will say the real mass. The priest said, okay, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> so, you know, you're absolutely right. If everybody just thinks this, but if, if, if you're, you know, somebody's got to be first. So if you cancel first, you do it talk to everybody you know eventually it'll be enough enough of a, a critical mass it'll make a difference so that's great yeah yeah put pressure on the put pressure on the priests and the bishops because yeah. at the end of the day you know money talks and if people <laughs> if catholics are like you know what we're done funding this church you want to bring up a gay couple to give a homily we're out of here we'll go to another church they will shut that down as soon as yep. they can they'll go back to oh we'll do this we'll do this perfect i'd rather have a priest saying uh, rather a priest offering up the mass and doing what he's supposed to be yeah. doing because of peer pressure he's been given by Catholics. Right. Then not like, doing right. Exactly. Exactly. No, I knew during the COVID, I knew this uh, a little bit of a crotchety old Italian guy, but he <laughs> could guy. And uh, his church was closed. So he said every day he called and he said, is the church going to be open? No, no, no. The church isn't open where, you know, your safety, but you can still send your check in. He said, 
church is closed, no check, click. And he did it every day. <laughs> that's so awesome. That's the attitude. But I it think works. these speakers that you have really summarize, I think, what this vision seems to be. Again, Archbishop Vigano, as you said, he's a bishop. He has a different charism as a bishop, but he's using that to to do what bishops are supposed to do, to, to point out the truth, to lead, to be a shepherd, to show people what should be done. And then Father Altman, again, he he's a priest, so he's not a bishop. He has a different mode. What did he do? Just do what a priest should do. Just keep doing it and resist the the hirelings when he had to. Yeah. And, you know, they've both had to to suffer calumny and uh, for that, but it hasn't deterred them. So I think they really... Uh, symbolize the spirit you're trying to to create here. So that's great. I, I, as I point out, I think this is really good. There are a lot of conferences out there. You know, some are better than others. Some are really good. But it, what seems nice is this is not just a conference. So you're not just going to be sitting in an uncomfortable hotel chair, you know, nodding off a little bit, maybe trying to pretend like you're not sleeping. But, you know, you're actually going to be hearing some good speeches, but you're going to be out. You're going to be doing something. You're going to be yeah. out in a beautiful fall day. And I think that should be really good and should be really attractive to young people, you know, that, that it is going to be an active event. And that, that's really good. So I commend you for for, for, for doing Thank that, that addressing you. both the mind because you can have speakers, but also the body, you know, out and, and putting putting something forward. So um, any any other uh, details? What is there a place if people want to stay if they're coming in from out of town? Is there a yes? Yeah, so there is a ho- there is a hotel called the Pierre Marquette, which is where um, the vendors will be as well. So everything is kind of there at the center, so they can actually go on the website and book through our website, uh, and it should give them a little bit of a cheaper rate, which is really nice if people are in- in- intending to spend the night. Uh, so that's a great option for them as well. Um, but there are also other hotels as well nearby that also have great rates as well. Um, again, if you want to be really close to where all the vendors are and kind of just come down the elevator and go mm. straight into the room and check them out, that would be the best option. Great. That that sounds great. And then uh, um, looking forward, you know, hopefully this will become an annual thing. Do you think you'll move it around the country or or stay sort of in the Illinois area? Yeah, so our hope is, you know, we want to, we chose this spot specifically. It's very central. Fulton Sheen Mm -hmm. is there, and obviously I love Fulton Sheen. So it -hmm. all kind of felt providential. But what we want to do eventually is, again, this isn't just an ordinary conference. We're going to start small, but it's more of a movement. And look what the March for Life and the Students for Life have been able to do. Look at what those organizations have been able to do. And they're not even Catholic. So imagine if we start that same movement for Catholics, the impact we can actually have, because we're doing the right thing at our, at the foundation, we're doing the right thing. Whereas a lot of these organizations are secular and they're having a great impact. So the March, the March for Catholics is really, you know, it's not meant to have all these speakers and to, you know, maybe one day, but the main thing is let's march. Let's just profess our faith because we don't Mm -hmm. do that anymore. We do that once a year. We have a rosary procession. Every church has a rosary procession. Corpus yeah. Christi. We do that every year, but we need something bigger. So our intention is we start here and we build from there. And then soon we need to coordinate every year. We go, we have another one. So we have two going on. Then we have three going on. Then we have four going on. Mm. And it needs to be really a united front. We're seeing a lack of fellowship within the Catholic church. Mm. We see our Catholic bishops turning on our Catholic priests because how dared they how dare they uh, believe what the Catholic church has always taught. So it's, it's absolutely crazy what we're seeing in our society and what's in the Catholic church, but essentially the March for Catholics is a movement. 
we're beginning this movement and we are trying to impact the Catholic church and essentially impacts the society as well. So it begins small, uh, but eventually we'll move throughout the whole country and see what happens. At the end of the day, God's going to win. So as long as we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, we're going to be victorious. That's very true. Very true. We have to keep keep that hope in mind. Uh, definitely, Bill. I, I, actually, I don't know if you're aware of this, but your uh, old alma mater, because you mentioned Students for Life, your old alma mater, Notre Dame de la Salette Boys Academy, very small school, probably you know hardly ever break 100 students because uh, they go for quality, not quantity. Uh, but they formed just this past year for the first time a Students for Life chapter. So again, they, they don't have a large number. To, a lot of these other high schools have maybe thousands of kids to draw on, but they formed their first chapter. And after a year, they were selected by the National Students for Life organization to be the, this high school chapter of the year. So they got the award for the best high school chapter. So, you know, things can start small, but you can have a huge impact even oh, in yeah. that first year. So uh, that, that was a great thing for, for, uh, for some of your, uh, your fellow soon-to-be alumni. Yeah, I saw that, and I was, that was extremely, I was extremely happy yes. because I was back there visiting, and we were helping put that together. And um, they were really, I mean, the leaders, uh, Joe Martin and Joe Mackin, they were mm -hmm. really intent on doing as much as they can. And they went to a lot of events. They even did yep. a lot of fundraising and raised a decent amount of money for a bunch yep. of high school students without any exterior help. So they did great. And so I saw that I was looking at some students for life things and I saw Notre Dame de La Salette won the best group of the year. So it was, it was pretty cool to see. And I'm pretty proud of what they've been able to do. And like you said, I mean, such a small school and they, they were able to do yes. that in one year. So you keep going and you put all yep. that effort in and you can see how far it goes. Absolutely. So again, uh, the March for life, you can get to it. If you just go to our war path, you'll find it, but the direct URL March for life, uh, sorry, March for life, March for Catholics, uh, our war path, March for Catholics, all your information's here, your registration, the speakers, uh, everything is on uh, on this website. It, the Warpath is, uh, you know, you might want to take a look at the broader website while you're there, uh, but you can get all the information on the hotels and everything we talked about, ourwarpath.com. Uh, so definitely take a look. Uh, it's going to be, I think, the, the most energetic, uh, important new Catholic event of the year. So be there or you're not Catholic. Uh, exactly. So good luck. Man, maybe we can have you back uh, afterwards to give us a little report on on how the march went. Yeah, thank you very much, Doctor, for having me. Great. Well, it was good seeing you, and uh, good luck. We'll keep the march uh, in our prayers and uh, keep up the good work. Thank you.